You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny episode 18. Yeah, 18. It's Get the Skinny episode 18. I'm Brian Kilby. With me, I have John DeLuna. John, how's it going? Yo, it's going great. We're back after a break, man. Yeah, uh, and we we got a chance to hang out for a while at uh, our favorite nerd convention. Indeed. And uh, we ate lots of unhealthy food, I will admit that. And I think I tweeted a lot of that out, too. So It was not a fitness vacation. But you know what? I uh, I don't think I, I don't I don't think I gained any weight. I didn't lose any weight, but I don't think I gained. I think because I ate a lot of food. But I was on my feet all day and I I skipped several meals because, you know, there's not always time to eat. People think that like conventions are for fun. God, conventions are a lot of work. They are for some people. Yeah. And uh so yeah, I actually didn't gain weight. So I was really happy about that. Well, you know, like you said, like if you if you skip a meal, maybe like two out of the four days or whatever, like like each of those days you skip a meal. If you end up skipping a couple meals, that's actually a lot of calories that you're going to forego in the day. Yeah, it it really is, and um, I uh, I I need to go back and actually see how many steps that I hit each day. But I definitely, at the very least, hit my target of ten thousand. Uh, I'm certain, probably more than that. Good for you. Hey, any follow ups on your uh, your personal tracker? Oh, the one that the one around your wrist or whatever you're using right now. Any follow up? Any long term testing results? So I'll say this: so when I had a um, when I had a Fitbit that was really focused around tracking health, uh, healthy um, activities, walking, r- jogging, uh, heart rate, and everything, I was really attuned to uh those those things now that i'm wearing a smart watch which is really more about staying connected uh being able to glance at a glance see if i have email the weather whatever i'm less focused on uh all of the the fitness metrics and more focused on the weather and the fact that i have a new facebook message from my wife's aunt who is insane and stuff like that so um I think if you want one of these for uh, for fitness specifically, uh, I'd honestly probably stick with uh, a Fitbit or something like that. I, I've heard people say that they don't understand how a Fitbit or how a Garmin, uh, whatever the – I forgot the, the brand that they have um, – or a jawbone up or, or whatever will su- survive in a, in a smartphone world because really those things just become apps. But um, if you don't focus on it, uh, you, you, you sort of lose track of it. So I, I actually still see a lot of value in those things uh, unless you can uh, set up your smartphone or pardon me, smartwatch to where that the uh, the fitness, the, the steps, the heart rate and all that sort of floats to the top. But uh, with the one I have, it doesn't do that. Yeah, it makes sense that uh, if you're wearing a device that has like one job, that it's all about that one thing. And I, I have yet to hear anybody who wears a Fitbit say that they they don't like respond to it. Like like for everybody, everybody I know who has a Fitbit, and it's a surprisingly amount, uh, surprisingly large amount at this point. All of them say like it affects their behavior. At the office today, I was looking around the room. And half the people in the office, of course, it's an office, so it's, you know, sort of uppity, yuppie people. Uh, but half the people in the meeting I was in uh, were wearing uh, either a Fitbit or like a jawbone up. And most of them were wearing a Fitbit. Mm. 
Not surprising. Yeah, pretty cool. Man, I don't, you know, so uh, we, were, we were going to do the show last week, but uh, life got in the way. And uh, I, I said, which was a good thing because I was going to have a neat update this week, but I don't. So I, I'll tell, okay. you, tell you what I was doing. So um, hmm. I was working before I'd mentioned the uh, weight bench that I was building that I built and I've used it and it's, it's great. Uh, I actually I built that from plans. Uh, so I've kind of gotten into a, a manly tool sort of um, mode for the last year or so. Hmm. So I've been buying up lots of um, hand tools and power tools uh, because, uh, you know, it's. I guess that's my midlife crisis is buying all these tools. So, um, but I decided there are a few uh, exercise weightlifting uh, devices that probably out of my price range to pay. One of the things I always wanted uh, was a preacher curl bench, and not like, oh, yeah. not like a cheap one, not like something that would be like one hundred fifty or two hundred dollars that will break, like something that is sturdy and will last a lifetime. And I thought. I could actually build that. So hmm. I'm actually in the process of it now. I don't have it finished, but I am working to build it. I am super excited, like super duper, super duper excited. Yeah. You have a – so what's the timeline? Uh, I hope to have it done this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, super excited about that. Um, I actually would have had it done this weekend, but I lost the keys to my workshop <laughs> I only found them this afternoon, so oh. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't able to actually get in there uh, to do any work. So a couple other things I'd like to have that I, I don't ever see myself building because I don't think it's possible or easy. I'd love to have a leg press machine. Um, uh. I, I have uh, like a Nautilus machine that has a leg press on it, but the leg press only goes to like 300 pounds. But with the – it's got like 300 pounds of plates – but with like the gearing and stuff, it 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 it's like a lot more than three hundred pounds. But I still want something that I can like put plates on, mm. like you know fifty pound, hundred pound plates. Mm. But I will never be able to build that out of lumber. And uh, no, you know. But I I probably can build a power rack. I actually have um, actually have plans for it, and uh, that that will probably be the next thing that I tackle. Exciting. Yeah, it, it, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm saving money. I mean, it's still this this um, this preacher curl is probably going to cost me about a hundred bucks, but like it's going to be as sturdy as one that I that you would find at your local gym, and that's going to cost a lot more than a hundred bucks. The one that they have. That is awesome, uh, and and what a hobby to build your home gym. That's really cool. Yeah. So like uh, once uh, once I have this done, I'll do an update to the uh, video that I did a few months ago. Uh, I've already updated the uh, space, but I really want to have this ready to show off before I post another video. Mm, exciting, exciting. Um, you know, you said midlife crisis. Yeah. I, I realize this is the summer of my midlife crisis, crises yeah. um, as well. So this week, hopefully this this week, they still haven't gotten back to me on exactly how to submit um, payment for the for the leveling course, so to speak. But this week... I'm going to start CrossFit. So, yeah, so that'll be fun. So I'll have stories for sure for almost every podcast now going forward. But um, so there's a a pretty big, um, probably the city that I live in, the biggest CrossFit um, organization box 
if you will, is just down the street. So that works for me. So I will be beginning as soon as tomorrow night, again, if they actually respond to my emails where I'm saying, hey, where do I send my money to you? Um, every uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. So that's good after, good after work time. And then Saturdays at 8 a.m. So it's three times a week. 6 p.m. Tuesday, Thursday, 8 a.m. Saturday. And we do that for four weeks. And that is the leveling course, so to speak, where I'm going to guess that they're basically going to just take us through the movements and build some kind of familiarity with with some of the basic core CrossFit movements. And then maybe by the fourth week, maybe the third week, we're actually putting some kind of some weight against those movements. But, uh, but it is required to, to start the courses, which is good. So that, that is kind of building my confidence in, in this like company in, in this organization that, that they require a leveling course. I think that's really good. And, um, and we'll see, Brian, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So when we started doing get the skinny, uh, we basically had, uh, a couple of goals. Uh, I wanted to lose weight, which I've lost a little, I haven't lost as much as I wanted. And I wanted to get back into strength training because that's something I really, really love. Uh, and you wanted to do CrossFit. And uh, so that's awesome that you're doing it. But I don't know that everybody knows what CrossFit is. Could you give us like a high level of what that actually does, what it is? Yeah, and that's a, that's definitely a good question. Um, really what CrossFit is, more than anything, is it's, 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 a, it's a way of working out. It's kind of a philosophy of working out that's based around muscle confusion. And the idea is that you are constantly changing the types of movements and the types of workouts that you have so that your muscles are constantly confused that they don't settle into the same movements over and over and over again and thus plateau. And so kind of stemming from that just general philosophy, CrossFit also is um, competitive but not necessarily competitive against another human, definitely competitive against yourself. So lots of timed exercises, lots of how many of this thing, this movement, can you do in a minute, in two minutes, in three minutes? So it's really high intensity, and it's based around time. Uh, it's very much kind of analytical, so you're going to have to track your progress and your improvement. And because it's high intensity and because the, the workouts change quite, quite regularly, um, it is not the longest workout. So if you look at just the the number of minutes that you'll spend uh, doing a CrossFit uh, session, it's probably going to be like an hour or less, uh, usually less. But the inten- the intensity is the thing, and that and that's what keeps people uh, progressing, so to speak, because the the intensity is always relative to kind of where you're at at a fitness level. So you're constantly, constantly pushing yourself. And the other thing I, I should note too about CrossFit that makes it a little bit different than, than some of your other kind of uh, programs. P90X, cause that, yeah. that's focused on sort of muscle confusion as well, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes. 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 Uh, most of those kind of programs, P90X, um, uh, insanity. insanity, Billy Blanks kind of stuff. That's very, it's very much cardio related. There is, there is a lot of cardio in CrossFit, but CrossFit does have a, a very high percentage of movements based kind of around powerlifting and um, things like a clean and jerk, so um, squats, 
uh, leg presses, uh, shoulder presses, kind of over the head stuff. So stuff that you'll see in powerlifting competitions. Um, and then when you, so when you combine that with the idea of like intense timed, uh, reps, um, the technique is really important in CrossFit and the kind of leveling and moving very slowly, relatively slowly into the advanced stuff for CrossFit is really important because the, the risk of injury can be pretty high if you're not doing this stuff right. So again, like I said, the one that I'm joining this week, I'm actually very pleased to see that they have a, a leveling course and that you have to basically be kind of preparing for a month before you move on to the actual standard CrossFit routines. So <clears throat> I think that makes a lot of sense. So do you expect to hit Super Saiyan 2 or Super Saiyan 3? Uh, I'm just going to settle for 2 before I get into level 3 and then fusion okay. with, with my wife because that's going to be really weird. But yeah. I, I need to be ready for that day. I'm trying to think of what, how to diffuse your name, where it would make sense. <laughs> I, I have no it's not, idea. It's not working. They're too close. They're my yeah, my first name and her first name are too close. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm sort of stuck on Dragon Ball Z because uh, the new movie's coming out uh, in a month. And Yeah, is it Super Dragon Ball or uh, Dragon Ball Super? It's, uh, it's Dragon So the new movie is uh, Frieza Resurrection, I think is what the – or Resurrection F or something is the U.S. title. And then the TV series actually just started this week in Japan. It's called Dragon Ball Super. So, okay. Yeah. And that's like based off this movie or stemming from this movie it's, maybe? I, I, guess it's, I guess it's stemming from the last movie. And that's not really the real reason that I'm super into it. It's because my three-year-old nephew, it's all he freaking talks about. Dragon Ball? Uh, Dragon Ball. His, um, his father uh, just changed jobs and he had about a month off. And so he he's taken uh, my nephew on uh, and he's out of daycare for this month. So uh-huh. literally all they've done is sit around and watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh my gosh! I think he's watched like all two hundred ninety plus episodes in like uh, it's it's a, it's amazing his level of knowledge for a three year old like all the way through Boo. Oh God, yeah, all the way through. Oh man, man, man. Uh, well, uh, to bring it around, everybody in Dragon Ball Z is clearly a CrossFitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like uh, even like uh, Chao Su. Uh, he's like, uh, for how little he is, he's in, you know, great shape. Now, Yajirobe, uh, you know, Mr. Popo, probably not, but, uh, I think everybody else. Uh, oh man, good times. Sorry. Uh, hooray, body, body dysmorphia. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, hey, uh, you know, actually, um, so general, general health is something though that we certainly want to touch on. I mean, like always make sure that no matter what, uh, program you're following that, you're doing it right. Don't injure yourself. I want to stress that because, uh, again, I'll point out like a friend came over and he was working out and he was really proud of how strong he was, but he just threw the weights around. And, uh, I think after about 30 minutes of it, he hurt his arm. Um, uh, do whatever you're doing, do it right. And, uh, as long as the program that you're doing is, um, focused on, uh, technique, in yeah, safety, for sure. yeah, I think you're going to be good. Yes, absolutely. Actually, and speaking of uh, general health, I, I do want to point this out. We don't talk about – we do talk about diet, but mostly in the sense of like losing weight. But like general dietary practices are important. reason I bring this up, I just got a call from my brother. Uh, over the weekend, we were concerned that he might actually have colon cancer. Turns out it's not the case. It's actually diverticulitis. And apparently diverticulitis is preventable with a diet rich in fiber. 
And I will tell you, as someone who eats a diet rich in fiber, it's great. <laughs> so <laughs> fiber is good. Fiber is good for you. Don't ever fear the fiber. Uh, so, so uh, there's a there's a condition called diverticulosis. I'm not a doctor, so this is just based on my research. That about half of all people over sixty get again, mostly because of uh, a low fiber diet, and then that uh, that can uh, escalate into diverticulitis, which is much nastier. Uh, not as bad as colon cancer, but it's much nastier, and it might require surgery. So just eat eat a healthy diet with fiber. You'll be thankful that you did. Have some oatmeal. Oatmeal is great. And I supplement it. I, I eat like uh, not – certainly not uh, – it's not an advertisement for Fiber One. But like all the little uh, snack bars and things that Fiber One makes, they're mostly – most of them are delicious. Their cookies are fantastic. And their little lemon uh, their little lemon bars are amazing. They're just as good as anybody else's like snacky food and they are high in fiber. I'm not going to say healthy, but they are high in fiber. There you go. Balanced diet, right? Balanced diet. Balanced diet. Yeah, so this – speaking of balance, this is – this episode is sort of um, – we're just trying to – we don't really – didn't really plan it out like we necessarily probably should have. So it's just uh, sort of talking through things that uh, we've wanted to talk about, like the balance of things that we wanted to talk about for the last month. I'm trying to think, John. Um, mm. So I didn't okay, – I didn't uh, gain any weight from the nerd convention, so that's good. Uh, the The weight – the – the preacher curl bench. I talked about that. Talked about fiber. Is there anything that I'm forgetting? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, let's see here. And I'm prepping for CrossFit. Um, uh, I, know, I, I know, don't know. I know what I was, I was going to talk about. And uh, this, certainly not an ad for tfradio.net slash Amazon, but you should use it. Uh, but I actually uh, am probably going to start uh, back on some uh, weight training supplements. Uh, I, I'm really thinking about holding back on the caffeine though. Uh, one reason I do abuse caffeine, abuse is a strong word, but it's probably inaccurate. Yeah, it's not inaccurate. It's not inaccurate. And a guy I know, uh, he was friends with my wife, uh, that she worked with. I, I certainly don't know what caused it. I'm not saying it was caffeine, but he was 29 years old and he just died this past weekend of a heart attack. So oh my gosh, younger than us. And I'm trying to think, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of things I can avoid to, you know, to help out with not dying of a heart attack myself. So I think I'm going to pull back on the on the caffeine, but I'm I'm probably going to try uh, doing um, uh, like L-arginine. I'm probably going to focus mm. more on that uh, because I've always found that's useful uh, with with lifting. Uh, maybe some creatine, and uh, there was one more uh, L-glutamine. I'm probably going to pick up some of that probably at Amazon and uh, sort of incorporate that back into my fitness routine so i take a um i take now a glutamine creatine blend and uh, i actually think that does that does help doesn't hurt but i have noticed um i take i take it pretty religiously about uh, five times a week and um my recovery has actually gotten a lot better which is going to come in handy when i start the crossfit stuff exactly and you know even like this is one of those things i always talk about like maybe not so much on the show but i'm kind of a jerk in real life and i talk about things like the placebo effect and how certain things may not work uh because they actually work they may just work because you think they do but you know what if if l-glutamine works because you think it does why not it's cheap (laughs) yeah and i mean even if it's psychological, like, hey, what works, works, right? 
Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go ahead, I think, this week and pick up uh, some supplements that not things I'm not going to worry about, you know, like ramping my heart up to where, uh, you know, it might burst. But uh, I don't want to I don't want to suffer the fate that my wife's friend did. It's really tragic, too. He's a really nice guy. I actually had a training class with him uh, at work uh, a few weeks ago for a week. Super nice. Loved his wife, loved his kids. And it's a real tragedy. Um, and again, only 29 years old. So, mm. and, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want the same thing to happen to me. So I'm going to try to focus more on, uh, non caffeinated supplements. It's going to be hard, but I'll do it. Good man. I don't have anything else, John. I, I think I'm fresh out. Like I said, I think this was, um, this was a good um, kind of warm up, getting us back in shape, Brian. We're, we're kind of we're kind of shaking off the cobwebs. We're uh, we're getting our swole back on. Oh yeah, and uh, I should have at least one, hopefully two, hopefully three CrossFit classes under my belt by next week, so uh, I can definitely report back to everybody and and tell everybody how it, how it goes. What what is this really like? Yeah, that that that's awesome, and hopefully I'll have uh, some photos up at on our Twitter page at gtspodcast.com. Actually, no, GTS Podcast on Twitter. We are at gettheskinny.org. Sorry, it's man, it's been so long since we've done this. At uh, GTS Podcast on Twitter, I'll have uh, some photos of the uh, Preacher Curl uh, bench up. And if you don't know what a Preacher Curl is, that's the – I actually should have mentioned this at the beginning. But that's where you can sort of um, focus your technique because the uh, – Bar, your arms are actually sort of locked in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's less give on the on the the movement, so that you're less prone to doing things like just throwing the weight. So you can get a really focused uh, focused uh, movement in. And uh, man, I love the preacher curl. I think my goal is I'm going to try to hit 175 pounds, maybe by the end of the summer. That'd be really cool. Man. What an animal. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. I mean, like the la- like when I was last doing it, I was like at 140. So that's only like 35 more. So, Hey, man. Get after it. Yeah. You'll be there before you know it. Yeah. Excited. Okay. Well, that's it for Get the Skinny this week. We will be back next week. Uh, for John, I am Brian Kilby. Have a good one, guys. This has been Get the Skinny. 